0: Yo, yo, welcome to Crypto 101. This is Matthew Aaron, and I first want to say Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. What am I thankful for this year? Well, I'm thankful for cryptocurrency. I'm thankful for blockchain. I'm thankful for Crypto 101 and the team. Ross, Kyle, Elise, thank you very much. Kyle's been with us since 200 listeners, so Kyle is an OG. I am thankful for all the listeners, all the people that write in, all the people that said good job on the podcast, that is very encouraging. I'm also thankful for those those five people that gave me one star on iTunes. They helped me push just a little bit harder to try to make this podcast a little bit better. So thank you very much. And I also wanna say a special thank you to the Patreons that we have. And we have only three, but they are the first three, and it's very much appreciated. Vladimir, Kyle, and Michael, Thank you very much for being patrons. We have a rant coming up for you about USDT after this episode about USDT.
1: I come fluttering in for neverland, time can never stop me. No, 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 no. I know you tried to. I come riding in on a bill white horse sending. Now I do less
2: fortunate.
1: I do advise I do, running back, running out
2: back when you're breaking it.
0: I want to let everybody know why we're doing Patreon. Patreon, you can come subscribe for $5 a month at the Rari Mars level. That gives you access to the rants and commentaries by Crypto 101 and staff. We have a lot of people and a lot of members that are going to come over here and tell you their opinions. They're going to be available there. Nothing there yet, but they're coming. I promise you. And we're doing this because, I'll be honest, we got approached by advertising companies. Three of them, to be exact. But I don't know if you're like me. I hate, I hate, hate, hate listening to Casper mattress or Blue Apron advertisements in the middle of the podcast I'm listening to. Oh my god. Please no, I don't want your freaking Casper mattress. That's why we're reaching out to the audience and saying, "Look, Crypto 101 wants to grow. We want to be able to get the 101 information, talk about the blockchain and talk about the future of blockchain to people. And if you have gotten into blockchain and listen to Crypto 101 podcast, and found it useful please go to patreon help us out we wanted to come ask you guys for support before we started putting blue apron and casper mattresses in our podcast so thank you very much for donating and on to the episode usdt or tether what is usdt and tether usdt is a cryptocurrency asset issued on the bitcoin blockchain via the omni layer protocol now, the OmniLayer Protocol is a platform for creating and trading custom digital assets and currencies. It's a software layer built on top of Bitcoin blockchain. And Bitcoin blockchain is still regarded as some of the most secure and trusted. Now, let's just not talk about the forks and all the Bitcoin golds and silvers and diamonds and super Bitcoin forks that we think coming out. Bitcoin blockchain, that system is still really good. Regardless of the politics of the forks, the blockchain got it going on. So it's built on top of the blockchain. So that means every these transactions are going through the Bitcoin blockchain. It's kind of like if you're at EC20 or ERC20 token and you're using the Ethereum network. Let's call it the highway. It's using the Bitcoin highway. So the system and the network that Bitcoin built, Tether, is driving on this Bitcoin highway. Now, Tether is a currency created to facilitate and transfer national currencies into blockchain into digital so you're able to set up your bank and link it to tether tether, the tether.to website take your us dollars and convert them into tethers then with your tether you can buy bitcoin ethereum neo or what what have you now the tether uses and should be using a proof of solvency method now a proof of solvency is a way of proving that you have the ability to pay your liabilities or your debts. So let's just talk about tether. If I am tether and somebody wants one of my tether, I give them a tether. They do whatever they want with that tether, but when they want their fiat currency back, I can give them their fiat currency back regardless because one tether equals $1, should equal $1. We'll get into that in a minute. So that means that if they have 10,000 tethers out there They should have $10,000 if they have 20,000 tethers or $20,000. Now, if it's a proof of solvency, that doesn't mean it's one-to-one. It could be 10 tethers to $1, but that's not how they have it set up. They have it set up as one-to-one. The problem with this system, okay, well, there's a lot of problems with this system. We're going to get into those problems in a little bit. But one problem and one criticism of proof of solvency is it's not taking into account the other liabilities, such as salaries, office space who's maintaining their website and things like that so even though that they're claiming that they have proof of solvency one dollar for one tether how are they making the revenue and how are they paying their staff and how who's paying their developers and stuff like that so if let's just say everybody comes and wants their tethers back plus all the employees want their salaries plus the web servers want to get paid because they have a contract, a yearly contract, plus they, <laughs> you, know, you know what we're saying. So that is another thing that's a little vague and that is not being talked about on their website or in their papers or transparency, which they, they say they're transparent, but we're not seeing that all that much. So how do you use Tethers? If you want to connect your bank account to the Tether website, you can go to tether the Tether website and actually crypto compare has a great step-by-step guide of how to how to do this. So the link is in the description for Cryptos Compare's article with pictures, screenshots, and a step-by-step instruction manual of how to set up to Tethers. But basically what you do is you register on their website, which link is in the description, fill out the information, connect your bank account, and just move your US dollars into Tether. And basically it's just like doing Coinbase or Kraken. It's- roughly around the same information and roughly around the same process. So it's nothing that's going to surprise you. But after you set it up, you can send free transactions to other Tether wallets. And now Tether has a mobile app. They also, you can use their platforms on your browser and you can send money just quickly around absolutely for free. And this is traveling via the Bitcoin blockchain. You can also send Tethers to other Tether-enabled blockchain wallets. Now you also can send Money across wherever, across the oceans or what have you, to anyone, and then you can withdraw it to their bank accounts. Now, I am not sure what countries can do this. I know the U.S. can sign up for tethers. They use USDT, U.S. dollars. It's tethered to the dollar. But imagine if you're in Maine and you want to send money to Alaska. It's there automatically traveling via the Bitcoin blockchain, and then they can take that money and put it into their bank account it does cost $20 to take it out of Tether into your bank account, which is a little bit cheaper than wiring money. And I just wired myself money because ugh, I didn't want to, but I just wired myself money and it cost me 40 bucks. Boo on me. Maybe I should have tried to set up Tethers. Now, the other way you can use Tether is on the exchanges. Now, there's a lot of exchanges that use Tether already. There's Poloniex, Bittrex, Kraken, Liquid, Cryptopia, they all have Tether-enabled pairings, usually Bitcoin to USDT. But some of them, like Bittrex, have a whole plethora of coins you can buy with and directly with USDT, including Ethereum and NEO. The good thing about Tethers on the exchanges is that it gives you a place to rest. It gives you a place to take your Bitcoin and throw it into something that's stable. Imagine you're trading Bitcoin the past say month. And Bitcoin's at 6000, then it goes to 7000, then it goes to 8000, then it goes to 8200 and you go, that's it, it's going to drop back down to 7000. And you feel this and you want to be safe. Take your Bitcoin and buy USDT with it. Now USDT is not a currency that's going to fluctuate. It's like having dollars. If you have 8200 USDT because you just sold your Bitcoin, you have 8200 USDT. And when Bitcoin falls to 7700 or 7000, you can take that 8200 and buy your Bitcoin. you would have more than
3: Hey guys, Tivo here to tell you about the Ufi video lock, a smart lock, a 2K camera and a doorbell all in one. What I love about this product it is it's a truly all-in-one with the three-in-one. You don't have to go out and buy multiple parts. It's all in this package with the Ufi Video Lock. So if you're interested in learning more, go on Amazon and search Ufi Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock. Again, that's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Ufi Video Lock. Get complete control over your front door.
1: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat?
0: one Bitcoin. Say you sold one Bitcoin to, to USDT for 8200 Now it's 7000 you buy back 8200 of Bitcoin, which is going to give you 1.13 Bitcoin or something. I don't know, something like that. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just trying to do this off the fly. That's a good thing that it's good for. Now imagine if there's a dump happening or something happened in the news. Some huge FUD came out. Again, maybe China says we're going to block Bitcoin for the umpteenth time And the market is going to go a little crazy for a while. Take your money and put it into USDT. You, You can do that and utilize that tool to avoid a lot of volatility because the U.S. dollar will always be there. And you can hold your U.S. dollars there until you're ready to jump back in and jump back in at a lower price. Or you see that all the FUD just went away and you just want to buy back in. So USDT is actually a very, very useful tool in everyday trading. So what is the future of Tether? They're going to start incorporating more national fiat currencies into it. They're going to do the yen T or the Japanese yen to Tether, the euro T or the GBPT. Say that three times fast. British pound to Tether. Tether said, and the Tether announced that they're going to be making more details of the company's audits available to the public. And they also are integrating the Lightning Network so it works faster and enables lower cost transactions. And remember, we told you the transactions from Tether to tether wallet is free but the exchanges might charge you a little it's not going to be bitcoin prices but they're going to charge you something now with that said tether still has its own share of controversy now i know crypto 101 is a little bit late to the game with this one the tether hack the other day was already covered by a lot of podcasts and youtubers and blogs and things like that crypto 101 is a 101 we want to make sure that you understand what tether is But we cannot do a one on one episode without talking about the controversies. So, one of the controversies they have is that from July 2017 to August 2017, 100 million tethers appeared kind of out of nowhere. And 100 million dollars, I'm sorry, 100 million tethers appearing out of nowhere is fine if you're still working with the proof of solvency system and you have 100 million dollars that popped out of nowhere too. So here's my 100 million tethers, and here's my 100 million dollars to back it up. They haven't seen that money yet. November 9th, 20 million USDT appeared for no apparent reason in a Bitfinex wallet. Where's the money? Hmm. And of course, the $31 million removal of Tether from the Tether Treasury wallet on November 19th of this year, a couple of days ago, and passed to a Bitcoin address. And now this Bitcoin address is the same address used in the 2015 hack of Bitstamp that took 19,000 Bitcoin. But I know what you're saying Tether is backed by the dollars. So fine, somebody hacks, somebody does this, somebody does that. There's still the money there. Some things, you know, pop out of nowhere. I still get my, my, my dollar. However, we have to look into the Tether's terms of service. Now this is straight from their websites straight from their terms of service. And here's what it says. And here's what it says. There is no contractual right or other right or legal claim against us to redeem or exchange your tethers for money. We do not guarantee any right of redemption or exchange of tethers by us for money. There is no guarantee against losses when you buy, trade, sell, or redeem tethers. So in other words, While Tether operates on a proof of solvency, proof that they have money to buy back their Tethers, they are not liable to buy back your Tethers. Another thing to note about this Tether hack is that they forked Tether after this hack and that rendered these 31 million Tethers non-usable. Wait, let let me back that up. They basically flagged and forked in order to render 31 million tethers not usable. Now, that's crazy, because if cryptocurrency is supposed to be immutable, why and how can they just render tethers not redeemable and not usable and flagged and tracked? And the other thing is, if they have it proof of solvency, it means that they have $31 million there pegged to those tethers. So now what happens to those $31 million? If 31 million Tethers is gone, what do they do with it? Who gets it? Does it sit there? That is a big question. And I want everybody to know that that is very much out of the spirit of cryptocurrency. So in summary, what is Tethers? Tethers are a cryptocurrency, a token that runs on the Bitcoin blockchain, kind of zooms around the Bitcoin highway, that is one to one pegged to the dollar ish it does fluctuate between 99 cents and a dollar one dollar two, but it is essentially pegged to the dollar. Now you can transfer tethers to tether while it's absolutely free. You can send your tethers to exchanges, Poloniex, Bitrex, and buy Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, Dash, Monero. Neo, and all these other currencies with your tether. Tether is a great place to take your Bitcoin out and just have a rest. If you're trading and things are volatile and you're stressed out and you just want to clear your head, put it in USDT. Let it chill. It's going to hold its value of whatever you took it out at and you can think about your next move and you can figure out what's going to happen in the market. But remember that tether is not without controversy. Now, I have a lot of links in the description talking about different articles in Tether. There's one great article. Actually, it's a research paper written by the people at Stanford. They do do their due diligence over there because if it's an academic paper, those people will take shit seriously. So you can read that and, talk, and it tells you about proof of solvency, proof of reserve, but it's a pretty heavy read. And there's also other links over there in the description so you can get more well-rounded ideas about Tethers. Because a lot of people are calling Tether a scam Yet there are people calling Tether legit. So let's not get wrapped up in the FUD and let's talk about the different ideas and different concepts behind Tether and where it came from. Thank you for listening to this episode of Crypto 101. Hopefully we know a little bit more about what Tethers are, some of the conspiracies. And I encourage you to go to the links in the description to search a little bit more so you can learn more about Tether. Is it a scam? Is it not a scam? You make up your mind with that, and we will see you in the rant commentary over in Rori Zamara's in Patreon, and I will give you my two cents on a couple of things, and those things are going to be the price of Tether. Why don't we use more Tether? The hack, of course. We'll see you over in Patreon. And lastly, the music today is by two of our listeners. The first song is by Marcus Owen. The song is called Consideration. The second one is by Zach, who goes under Tricerum Motor. And the song is called UBV. Links are in the description. Thank you guys for sending out these songs. They're dope. And thanks, everybody, for listening. This is Matthew Aaron with Crypto 101.